0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I was wondering if anybody was alive out there this morning. I don't know about you, but I know God is in this place. Amen. 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 I just feel the presence of the Lord in a way that it's just so sweet. I thank God that we have singers that, no matter what, going to press on for the Lord. Amen? And players. I don't know what happened to Maurice back there, but something hit that boy. Amen. Amen. And and Alex, he was back there just bobbing his head and just going, weaving in his chair. That's what happened when the spirit hits you. Come on. That's what's called being led by the spirit of God. Amen. Amen? Amen. That's what that is. And we got to get these folks used to operating in the spirit. Amen? Because that's what it's all about. You can't do anything without the spirit of God. Amen? And uh, yesterday at the prayer breakfast, I was one of the speakers for the men conference, and I had not prepared anything. And, and, and I get up, and I had a thought, but... You know, God's Spirit is so sweet. Amen. Jesus said that He would take what is mine and give to who? To you. He would teach you what? All things. Amen. And so when I got up, that became a living reality. As I stood before those men yesterday, and their thing was will the real, real men of God stand up? And, folks, The Holy Spirit showed me two men Standing up Jesus And John the Baptist (laughs) If you ever want to copy somebody's life (laughs) There you are But anyway I, I didn't come to preach that sermon to you this morning God got something else in store for you today But what's important right now Is that you got to know that Jesus is in this place? Jesus has come to visit his children. And I'm sitting there and I got to tell you a testimony. Do y'all remember the sister that came last week? Was it last week? Mm -hmm. And she was crying and asked her to pray for her daughter. But Shelly, can you stand and tell everybody that testimony? Come on, because the Bible says that we are God's witnesses. We are Jesus' witnesses. The same word for witness is testimony. Come on, tell what God has done.
1: Well, Mr. Tamara called me and wanted me to share with everybody that. Um, Keep playing. This was on Friday, I think, or Thursday. Um, and God had worked miracles over the week for her daughter. Um, she was sitting up some, she was eating food. Um, I'm not sure about her vision because that was one of our particular prayers, but she had had come a long way in just this short couple
0: days since Sunday when we prayed for her, so and, and and what's her daughter's name again? Does anyone remember? I do not
1: remember her I do I, I do Jackie. Jackie. Oh Jackie's name is Rose. Yeah she had uh, like three three strokes but or something.
0: But we're gonna go before the God's throne of grace right now because I believe that God sometimes does healing in steps and we we, we we can see that when Jesus was healing the blind man who the disciples asked Lord who sinned that this man is born blind Him or his parents and jesus said neither so that the glory of god will be manifested Folks, this is what you're seeing is the glory of god being manifested And how many believe right now that god is able to restore Jackie's sight come on give god some glory because today Jackie is going to receive her sight in the name of jesus With every head bow come on now glory to god I believe right now, Father, in your precious name and the name of Jesus. Lord, as your children are gathered as one now with one voice and one heart, Lord, we're asking that by your spirit, Go into that hospital room at Select and touch Jackie's eyes by your spirit. Yes, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Restore her sight, Lord. And let the doctors be amazed that, whoa, this is a miracle that's going on. And we can say, no, it's Jesus. And so, Lord Jesus, this is for your testimony. And for Jackie's sake, oh God, bring healing. And also for Amanda Humphreys, Lord, we've already been getting good reports of your healing touch. we asking God, no brain damage in the name of Jesus. No brain damage, Lord. Restore back the fullness of health. And for Brother Amelia, Lord God, we know that you're doing the work because he swept the entire sidewalk this morning. And Lord, we thank you that you're strengthening his heart and you're strengthening his life. And above all, Jesus, you are strengthening his spirit. And so, Lord, we love you and we praise you. And Father, while we're praying, we have some concerns about our children and and we don't need to call them out by name or what they're doing but father you already know what they're doing and Jesus you sees and hears everything as deacon amelia said earlier to the children and to all of us lord we got children right now that are literally breaking our hearts lord and we brought them up to love you jesus we taught them your word But somehow the enemy has gotten a stronghold. And we're asking by your blood right now. The blood of Jesus rebukes you, Satan. And you will lose our children right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we ask now that your Holy Spirit seal them and keep them, oh God, until the day of redemption. And now, Father, we're asking you. As you're in this place, in your house, will God, have your way in our presence. Holy Spirit of the living God, speak to your people, for the children of God are listening. And now, Father... Those children that you've been bringing the past two weeks, Lord, you've filled this house with children. We're asking now, God, that you fill their hearts with your presence. Lord, they may not have come to church today, but they certainly came yesterday and the day before and the day before that and throughout the entire week, Lord, and received your word. We're asking you now, Father, to watch over those children and watch over their parents and bring them back again. So that we can continue to teach them that's why this ministry exists Lord not so that we can look pretty but that boys and girls and men and women lives can be changed by you Lord Jesus now father as we get ready to go into your word glorify your son Jesus with the glory that you two had before the world was Lord look over sister Linda and Mr. Bill Lord, they may be in another fellowship at this moment, but they're in our hearts. And I thank you for Mr. Bill's sister and her companion. Lord, forgive me for not remembering their names. I'm so sorry, Jesus. But you know them. And I'm just asking you now, pour out your spirit upon them, God. Pour your spirit out upon all flesh in this place. Lord God, do the things that you've come to do in us. And have us to go forth under the mighty hand of Jesus. And doing those things that pleases you now God our Savior our Creator and our God Lord we're asking now anoint your word it does not go out and return unto your board but accomplish that which pleases you now Lord touch Miss Vicki she's playing like the heart of an angel now Father this is for you can everybody begin to sing that song come on now she's playing thank you Jesus Oh, hallelujah. Come on now. Lead us. Oh Lord Jesus, we love you. The presence of the Lord is in this place. The Holy Spirit is all over us. Yes, Lord. He loves it when we praise Him. Come on, lift your voices. Lift your voices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! just in case you don't want to know what that means that's in Hebrew and it means we praise you Yahweh that's what it means you're telling God himself Lord we are praising you praise you Yah- Yahweh oh look at the glory of God upon your faces I wish you can see what I see Continue to praise him. He's receiving it. Ooh, the Lord is good. Glory to God. Come on, the Lord requires this, and He loves it. Children, put the boards down. The work of God is going on right now. Set, set, let the Spirit move. Come on, sing to Him, sing to Him. Yes, that's it, babies. Tell him. All right, all you singing so beautiful, stand up. Stand up to the Lord. Lift your voices to Him. Now, I want you to do something that they did in the old days. I want you to turn your hands backwards and push them up to heaven. That's complete surrender to God. Now, sing it for all your heart and all your might. Come on, tell Him tell him hallelujah that's it on one accord hallelujah hallelujah jesus hallelujah come on hallelujah Softer, hallelujah, folks. I hear angels singing. If you can hear the voices that I'm hearing right now, God's heavenly choir is here with you. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. That's what it's all about. Praise you, Jesus. I'm telling you, this is glorious. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you Jesus Now I want you to take your seat and sing that under your breath for a moment Hallelujah, come on, this is your moment, bow your head and tell him You are in the presence of the Lord now You're in that secret place of the Most High right now Tell him Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
1: Hallelujah. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Just be still before the Lord for a moment still every head bowed. don't look at me be still before the Lord come on yes Lord Jesus you're welcome in this place Lord thank you Jesus Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. The Lord is touching somebody right now. It is in these moments where the Spirit is moving among God's children. Tell the Lord, whatever is on your heart, whatever need it is right now, because God's spirit is here, the power of God is here to heal, and he's here to deliver, and he's here to exalt your spirit to the Father. Just tell him, reach out and touch him. This is what it's all about, thanks. And in that secret place of the Most High, thank you, Jesus. thank you in the name of Jesus
1: in oh, Jesus
0: You to go forth and give God a praise. <clears throat> <Woo! sighs> Do you see what happens when God's children are on one accord in the Spirit? This is what you all call moving in the Spirit. Amen. Isn't he sweet? He's awesome. Thank you, Sister Vicky. I wish you could have seen the glory of God upon you then. <laughs> I, I, I still got it. It's all over me. <laughs> glory be to God. Whew. Thanks. We're in the time of Jesus, 2,000 years ago. Jesus has finished his Galilean ministry. The works of God in Galilee have been completed. Jesus is on a one-way trip. He just arrived in Jericho. The next time he go to Galilee, is after his crucifixion. The Spirit is now leading him to the cross. This is his last time in Jericho. While passing through, while passing through, an old blind man hears that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And it was something about that that's gonna move this blind man. Oh, are you hearing me? It is something about what the crowd said. He, the, the blind man was saying, what's all the commotion? What is all of this I'm hearing? It's because when you're blind, your hearing senses is aroused a lot greater than a normal person. So he heard Jesus coming from a way off. And not only did he hear Jesus coming but he felt his presence so let's go back and look at the scriptures and if you notice it's not a very long text but it's a lot to be said and Mark records it this way starting at verse 46 now they came to Jericho if you recall, Jericho was the first city that the children of Israel conquered when they came out of the wilderness. This was the first city they conquered in the promised land. And it was a heavily fortified city, a city with high walls and thick walls. And of course, we know the rest of the story. God brought them down. Amen. Amen? And it is also known as the City of Palms. And it's an interesting point that is also not very far from the Jordan River. The very place where the Lord Jesus Christ himself was baptized. And now, Jesus is passing by. He's right now On the streets of Jericho. Why Jericho? Because coming out of Galilee. Jews did not like to travel through Samaria. I'm not saying that this was the Lord's intention. But he knew. That he had to go to Jericho. Because God. Wanted to do one last work there. You remember the first work Jesus did there when he called a chief tax collector by the name of Zacchaeus. And he did a great work in Zacchaeus' heart. And he told us through his message to Zacchaeus that the Son of Man came to seek and save that which is lost. Okay? And so now Jesus is passing through Jericho again. This time, it's his last journey. But yet, the Father has a plan. One more time, in Jericho. The Father is about to exalt his hand in Jericho. And we're going to see that here. Amen? Now, why is it important for you to get this today in 2017? Because High Spring is also a Jericho. And Jesus has come to exalt his hand. Okay? And we felt that in the spirit already that God is about to do something here. Amen? And so, look at the text. Look at it very carefully. Now, I came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho, now he's on the out of boundaries. We would call what? The city limits. And he's with his disciples. Now, keep in mind when it says with his disciples, that can mean one or two things. It can mean the twelve or it can mean all his disciples, including his mama, Mary Magdalene, and the other followers of Christ. Okay? Listen up now. And it said, and a great, what? Multitude. He got a crowd of people behind him. And it's interesting how the Son of God has drawn all these people. And they're following him. Because coming up out of Jericho is the last road that leads to where? To Jerusalem. And it's a 25-mile stretch. And almost a 3,000 mile, I mean, 3,000 feet accent. It's long, going up the Water Kelt. And it's a rugged road with a lot of hills, Alex. So the journey is still what? Tough. It's hard. And so he has a band of people with him. And Brian, what? By and Bartimaeus, which means bar means son, and Timaeus means literally translated. Bartimaeus means son of Timaeus. Okay? So that's what Bartimaeus means son of Timaeus. And, 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 and you notice they gave the translation right there too. Look at it. Sat by the road doing what, Alex? He was begging. He was wanting somebody to give him what? Something. Probably money, food, who knows what. But he's begging. Let me tell you something. In life, life will get you to the point that you can't help but to what? Beg. Beg. But he had no idea who was passing by until he felt his presence. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Now, now, why did Mark record it like this? Why did Mark want you all to know and for me to know and throughout the ages for men and women and boys and girls to know that he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth passing by. Folks, Because it wasn't just any man passing by, but one Jesus of Nazareth, and that's (laughs) who—that is the Son of God, the Messiah. Even the blind could see. And the yes, even the blind could sense that. And so here it is—he began to cry out, "People, there are times when circumstances." will get you into a certain position in life that you can't help but to cry out to God. And I don't care how good things may be going today, it doesn't mean that tomorrow you won't be on your knees crying out to God. Because there are situations that will come and get a hold of your life, get a hold of your family's life, and even your neighbor's life that may want you to cry out. Look at Amanda Humphreys, an aneurysm almost two weeks ago. And hundreds of people are doing what? Crying out to God to save her life. That mama came here last week. And she did what? Cry. She cried out to God. So don't think you your britches are too big and your muscles too strong. <laughs> Things will make you feel weak. And you fall down on your face. But interesting point in the spirit. God set this up. God set the entire scenario up not only so that Bartimaeus can have a firm belief in the Son of God, but that crowd that was with Jesus had to be made believers. That God cares even for what they call the degenerate of society. The people that nobody wants around God cares for them. Amen. Okay? So, he cried out and says, Jesus, son of David. Uh-oh. What just happened? Right now. When he said, Jesus, what just happened? Technically, here's what he said. Yeshua. sure." Wow. And when he said, Yeshua, what he was saying in Hebrew, God save me. And God heard it all the way from heaven. Amen. God heard it all the way from heaven. Yeshua! And this was so resounding that the airways moved and nothing could interfere with that call coming through to God. Are you hearing me? When you cry to God from your heart, nothing can stop God from hearing you. Son of David, another interesting point. He just called Jesus the Messiah. The phrase Son of David is a messianic term. He just screamed out, Yeshua, sure you are the Messiah. And round about that time, he got everybody's attention. Oh, glory. You see, when you're being led by the Spirit of God, you'll get some folks' attention. Are you hearing me? And that's what was going on, boys and girls. This blind man was being led by the Spirit of God because he had heard that Jesus of Nazareth, Yahshua of the branch, was passing by. Nazareth means branch. And Jesus in the book of Isaiah is called the branch so he heard that Yeshua the branch was passing by and he called on him have mercy on me another way to look at it he was saying Yeshua son of David have pity on me folks That is a call of humility. He dropped his pride and he was saying to God, God, I need help. And by saying Yeshua, he was saying to God, only you can help me. When you say your prayers, are you saying a prayer of faith? That knowing that only God can help you. Are you praying like that, boys and girls? When you call Jesus, are you saying to Jesus, Jesus, only you can help me. Only you. Because that is exactly what this blind man is saying. Jesus, only you can help me. So have pity upon me. Have pity upon me. He didn't say feel sorry for me. He said have pity or compassion on me. Then many warned him uh, the proper way. And uh, Deacon Clinton, if you're following along in the complete Jewish Bible, you'll find out that it's sin and they scolded him interesting point here again that those who are traveling with Jesus are now scolding a man who's calling on Jesus instead of saying come on brother let us help you to him mm-hmm. they are scolding him saying don't you trouble the master Jesus never ever done that to any human Amen. Thank you, Jesus. he never said I don't have time for you Amen. even though he had set his face to Jerusalem he was on a one way course to Jerusalem he took time out of that schedule <coughs> and said I still got time for one more are you hearing me so when you call on Jesus, regardless how many millions of saints have called on him around the world, God said, I still got time for one more. That's the message that we're seeing also here, that I still have time for one more. So listen, they was telling him, shut up. that one would have probably come back at me Mm -hmm. but that was what I was saying shut up don't trouble the master but he cried out louder (laughs) and that's where when you don't think God is hearing you do what? cry out louder (laughs) amen (laughs) come on somebody give God some glory (laughs)
1: there
0: was a crowd out there and the crowd voices was hindering this man's voice from being what heard so he did what he cried louder he lifted his voice above the crowd and see Satan sometimes put things in place to try and hinder your voice from being what Heard, but being in the spirit, you get to cry out what? Even louder. He was persistent, wasn't he? He wanted his prayers what? Answered. He wanted them to be heard so that they could be answered. Do you want your prayers heard? Me. And do you want God to answer your prayers? Then take the heart of Bartimaeus and cry out to God so that he Can hear you Don't let anything get in the way of you crying out to God because that's what the crowd represented the crowd Represented the world the world will get in your way of calling out to God But you got to be able to go above the world And cry out anyway And when you do Watch the actions of God, so Jesus stood still. Jesus, let's go back to the Hebrew, Yeshua. Another way of saying God. God stood still this man got God's attention Amen. and he stopped God in his tracks
1: Amen.
0: are you willing to go to any length to stop God in his tracks cause this man did you didn't think you could stop God did you your heart can. You can get God's attention when you call on Jesus from your heart. Amen. And that's what this man was doing. He was calling on Jesus from his heart. Jesus stopped. He says, Jesus did what? Stood still and commanded him to be called. Now, I like that part. First of all, I love that God stopped. He said, wait a minute. I just heard my boys cry, and he stopped what he was doing and said, call him. The very ones who tried to shut him up are now have to call him. Almost like God got a sense of humor, doesn't it? You want him to be quiet? Now you call him. Because you don't want him to speak, you speak on his behalf. Call him. And when they did, then they call the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer. But that's not accurate. I checked it in the Greek myself, and I checked it in the complete Jewish Bible this morning. That is not an accurate translation. Here's what they said time. Courage, come here. He's calling you. Get
1: up.
0: That's what they called him: Courage. Are you willing to go beyond your personal best? Or your personal worse. And allow people to see you in the spirit for what God says you are. Cause first, they want to treat the man like a coward. Get away from him. And then they end up calling him what he really is in the eyes of God.
1: Amen.
0: Courage. Amen. Courage. Get up. He's calling you. Boldly. Huh? Boldly. Boldly. And they said it with some enthusiasm. And we're saying that this is emphatic, which means that heavy emphasis was placed on it. Can you hear me? College! Get off! Come here! He's calling you. And then, (laughs) listen. And throwing aside his garment, could you see the excitement now? (laughs) Huh? Could you see the excitement now? I told you God had a plan, didn't He? That blind man, all of a sudden, he did this. He deroged himself. He had to get out of some stuff. He did that. And he got up and he boogered on over to Jesus, didn't he? And he jumped up. Say, he jumped up, boy. (laughs) Because, you know, he had just been answered by God. Folks, when God is moving, And there's no time to be still. Amen? Amen? It's action time. It's time to get up. Like losing your page in the Bible when you're preaching. (laughs) It's time to get up. Amen? Amen? And when he got up, watch and see what Jesus do with this blind man. So throwing aside his garment, he jumped up and came to Jesus. And I often wonder, uh, how did he get to Jesus? Because he was blind. He could feel him. He could feel him, you betcha. He, he, he could sense his presence. Maurice Nelson and he was like a home advice, like he was on radar, and and it led him right to him. him for... And when he got there, here's what God said to him. In verse 50, 51. So Jesus answered and said to him. Now people, what's about to be said is what all of us want to hear God say to us. Listen, what do you want me to do for you? Uh, Lord, forgive me for being in the flesh. (laughs) I can think of a million things that I want the Lord to do for me but you know what I will probably be like blind Bartimaeus and of all the things that you can ask God at that moment when God said what is it that you want me to do for you because God already knew why he was calling him so the man stayed with the purpose of why he called Jesus and what did he say to him look at your text look at it What, what what did he say listen, the blind man said to him, Rabboni, which means what? Rabbi, Rabbi or teacher, or master. He's saying to him, Rabboni is actually Aramean. So he's speaking to him. He said that I may receive my sight. Or may be able to see again. And I think the Greek word there is Anna. Bleepo which me mean, Anna means again and bleepo means to see Okay, so said that I'm able to see again now Some of us that may not seem like a whole lot because we have our eyes already and we can see But if you're Jackie that means a whole lot doesn't it? I, I believe Jackie has been calling Jesus in the spirit Because the mama says she's saved. Mm -hmm. And I believe Jesus, like he did with Bartimaeus, is saying to Jackie, what is it that you want me to do for you? And I believe Jackie answered, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Some of you, even though physically you have your sight, you're spiritually blind. And your eyes need to be open to the things of God. How do you think I could sense the spirit moving this morning? It's because my spiritual eyes are open. And I can sense when the spirit of God is at work. Why? And my wife doesn't know why we're laying in bed at night. It may appear that I'm sleeping, but I'm not sleeping. I'm actually in union with the Spirit of God. I'm laying there and I can see the Holy Spirit talking to me. And I hear His voice and I see Him showing me things. Sometimes it's for discipline. Hello. But most of the time it's for edification. He's building me up so that I can come in here and build you up. He's speaking. And Miss Nelson, sleep like a log. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Spirit could be talking to her, because I know he talks to her too. Because she gets out of that bed and she's going on that couch and she communes with the Lord. And so, folks, you have to be in sync with God's spirit. Obviously, even though this man was physically blind, he was not what? spiritually blind because he heard who was what passing by that's spiritual folks and when he recognized in the spirit who was passing by he did what he called on him that's called walking in the spirit amen. hello that's called walking in the spirit when you hear that Jesus is at work or Jesus is nearby you call on the Lord amen amen And so then Jesus said to him, go your way. I mean, son, it's okay. Why? Because the Father in heaven had just healed that man. And even though those few seconds that his eyes have not yet manifested, had not received it, when Jesus said, go your way, that meant God had already done what? Healed them. Amen. So while the blind man was yet praying, God was doing what? Answering his prayers. Just like the prophet Isaiah said, God said through Isaiah, while you're yet calling to me, I will answer you. Woo! While you're yet calling me, I will answer you, says the Lord. That's powerful. So Jesus said, go your way. Your faith or your trust. N- Hebrews like to use the word what? Trust rather than faith because you really can't see faith. But you can see trust at work. Saying your trust has made you whole or well. And at that moment, that man eyes... We're open. To boy. And that's what it's all about. Are God's people willing to stand up above the crowd and call on Jesus? Notice he was not ashamed. He was a beggar. Come on, how, how well could he have been dressed? He wasn't dressed that good like the crowd. And probably even smelled. Because he not been able to get a bath that often. And yet. God called him. And went right to him. He stopped God. In his tracks. And you know what? Jesus. Never laid a hand on him. He said your faith. Or your trust. Has made you whole. And immediately. Alex, what does that mean for you, a young man in 2017? That means that you have to focus on Jesus and not your circumstances. And when your circumstances rise up, you've got to be willing to call on Jesus and tell him what you want. That's what it means for an older brother in Christ you got to be willing to stand up and say to Jesus, Jesus, have pity on me. No matter what the world may be saying to you, you tell Jesus like this blind man did. You call him and call him for what he is. Son of David son of David and for a Jew that's huge he called him the long Winded Messiah <laughs> hey we're about finished we're about finished today look at this and immediately he received the sight and followed who Jesus. That's the whole purpose. God knew what he was doing with this old man. He may not have been old. He may not have been that old. Scripture really doesn't tell us his age. He could have been a young man, middle aged man. Who knows? But the purpose was God deliberately was at that moment for that man. God knew that that, old, that that blind man was going to be sitting by that road when he passed by, and God knew the interference that he was going to get from the world to try and stop that man from reaching him. From his poverty. yes, sir, and yet God had his listening ears on. You ever had a crowd of people around you? And people, because you know folks, we don't like to be quiet. We like to do what? We like to talk. Mm -hmm. All that talking is going on around Jesus. And yet, Jesus heard a distinct voice above all those voices. And it was the blind man. And he stopped still and said, call him. And bring him here. What is it you want me to do for you? Master. That I may see again. What does that mean? That means once he was what? He was able to see at one time. And something caused him to lose his what? His sight. But the end part is better than the first part what was the end part as we're getting ready to close out? The Bible tells you and I in verse 52 that the man received his sight and followed Jesus. Now I don't know what he was thinking we going to because Jesus was going to Jerusalem, Jerusalem to the cross. God is awesome, folks. The last stance before the cross. That means God got time for you. He has this whole universe that he governs. And yet, he has time for you. For me. For all of his children. Even, you know what? We like to say, us, the children of God. But God also has time for the unsaved especially for the unsaved because he wants to hear their voices calling when they hear the gospel he wants to hear that response when they say Jesus I want you I'm a sinner I've sinned against God he wants to hear that so as we get ready to close out I ask the spirit what did he want me to do in this time of Lent what this time in which these weeks are ahead, right up to Easter, we call it, where it should be Passover, and he told me to preach from this point where Jesus healed Bartimaeus, because that's why he was going to Jerusalem to be crucified, and this was just a pit stop for him to preach from there on up. So next week, where do you think we're going? We are going to the tomb of Lazarus. Because it also happened a short while before Jesus went to the cross. And it's powerful because you need to understand why Lazarus. It's a powerful message for his followers. And I'm not gonna preach it now because I can definitely get going. You only have two hours. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that's what the Lord has placed on my heart to do is to preach what these events are in the next few days that leads to the cross and with the help of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to do just that, amen, amen. Palm Sunday, we're going to be at the Anglican Church, okay, offer of 778, in fellowship with them, many of you already know Father Ray, you mm-hmm. he came here Wednesday and did, Ash Winston did that service with the kids explain to them why they put ashes on the head to remind them of the cross and uh that is the beginning of lent that 40 days before easter not counting the sundays and what you have to do sacrifice and 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 last and, and i want to share this as we get ready to go home sometimes pastors have to stop preaching and teach a moment is that all right When you do Lent, when you say I'm going to participate in Lent, mean I'm going to give up something. You're not supposed to tell anybody else what you're going to give up. That's between you and God. And you're also supposed to do it as because it's a fast. And so at the beginning of that moment with that you've decided with Jesus this is what you want to do, what you want to give up for this 40-day period, is Jesus says, wash your face first. Wash your face. And then anoint your head before oil. I believe you'll find that somewhere in Matthew chapter... Six in the Sermon on the Mount. And then it says, tell no man that you are fasting. And don't make, and don't disfigure your face so that people would know that you are fasting. That's between you and God. So, for those of you who have voiced what you are Fasting, let me encourage you to go back to God's throne of grace and come up with a new plan and wash your face and anoint your head with oil. If you don't have any, we got a big old bottle here. I'll give you some. Do it the right way. Go in your prayer closet and you discuss it with Jesus. And whatever he tells you there, You leave it there. And then you begin that fast until Easter. Amen? I I have a responsibility from God to teach the body of Christ correctly. Okay? And this is just one of those things. All right. All hearts and minds clear? Good. Any prayer requests before we go? Yes, sir. Well, come on up. Yes, sir. Baby Blake can't breathe on his own. Baby Blake can't breathe on his own. Would you want to come up and stand for Baby Blake? Come on up. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that she's losing her voice because she has yelled at us. She's losing, she's losing her voice. Come on up. Anyone else want to join us in praying for these kids, these requests? What you got, CJ? Like that, Come on up. Come on up. I have a request for you The young man on the motorcycle I want you to pray for his salvation I
1: talked to him I told him I said um, I said I don't want you trouble And I told him I said uh, If you ever want to hang out with me Because I told him I'm a man of God and, everything, and, you know, and I said if you ever want to hang out
0: But I believe the Spirit just had me tell you to pray for a salvation.
1: Pray for my forgiveness for that boy that I'm And the Lord says He'll move in power if you forgive the ones that hurt you and your family and okay. let it go. So pray for me too. All right. And I want to see him saved and set free.
0: All right. Let's go before God's throne of grace. Father, in the name of Jesus, you're awesome in all of your ways. Yes. Jesus, you told us to bring the little children unto you. and Do not forbid them, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Yes. And Lord, I'm, I'm praying and asking now for this baby with the sunburn. Jesus, bring healing right now. Yes. Heal this sunburn, Lord. And then, Father, give them wisdom to, to whatever measure you have to do to prevent it from happening again. Yes. And Lord, for baby Blake, as Kobe said Father we're asking now that you heal that baby and whatever it is that's preventing him from breathing Lord we ask Jesus that you heal him now yes Lord heal it Jesus and for the mama that like to lift her voice in her wrong way towards her children and is such losing her voice because she's in such agony of her own spirit we're asking God that you bring deliverance to that mama. Yes. That the children will see the peace of God that rules in a heart. Amen. That is guarded by Christ Jesus. And Lord, for a little one's thumb, we're asking now, Lord, that you bring healing and strengthen it. Yes. Let that hand be used for your glory, God. Amen. And Father, for all the other children that are standing here and watching on. We're asking Jesus that you touch them and fill them with your spirit. And for every adult here, Lord God, (laughs) fill us afresh with your spirit, that, Lord, we will speak the word of God with boldness. And our Father, as we leave this building but never from your presence, help us continue to fix our eyes upon you, Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And, Lord, we want to say to you that we love you, and we certainly enjoy being in your presence and as we walk out of this building God, we will rejoice because we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength and for this mama that's been struggling with forgiveness, Jesus forgive her, forgive her Lord for she acknowledged the sin and as ever before now God save that young man Save him. Call his name out, Alex. Save him, Jesus. Save him. And use him for your glory. In your precious name we pray. Amen.